Good morning, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is With Italia News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, November 22, 2021. To date, considering the Italian population of 12 years old, 87% has received at least one dose of vaccine, 84.6% is fully vaccinated with two doses, while 64% is the percentage of third doses received by those who are currently eligible. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. The incidence of the virus on a national basis in the last seven days has been 110.4 new positive cases per 100,000 inhabitants. Over the past seven days, with regard of the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of plus 27% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to ordinary wards was plus 19.1% and plus 13.5% in the intensive care units. On average, in the last seven days, we had 46 deaths a day, with a variation of plus 20.1% compared to the previous seven days. According to a European scientific study, Europe is vulnerable and the pandemic can still cause at least another 300,000 deaths and 900,000 hospitalized, while for the WHO, even another 500,000 European deaths are at risk. The coming months will be very difficult, but in two European countries things will be better, and those countries are Italy and the United Kingdom, thanks to the presence of two factors, the high coverage and vaccination rates of the most vulnerable age groups and the high rate of infections during the previous waves. However, things are still difficult in Italy. Since three weeks here, there is a 20% increase in the mortality rate for COVID. The vast majority of those who die now is unvaccinated. Unvaccinated. Friuli, Venezia, Giulia and the autonomous province of Bolzano in the region of Trentino Alto Adige are the areas bordering with Slovenia and Austria and also are those who still this week have been saved from the yellow zone but they will probably end there next week. <coughs> On the contrary, Bolzano has numbers that with the old criteria, those used during the first and second wave would place it in the red zone. Recall that Slovenia is in great difficulty for the low number of vaccinated and the consequent high number of contagions and occupation of hospitals, while Austria is now in full lockdown and is the first country that has announced for February 2022 the mandatory vaccination. Austria and Slovenia are spreading the virus to uh, Trentino Alto Adige and Friuli Venezia Giulia, unfortunately. The other two Italian regions in difficulty are Veneto and Valle d'Aosta. As in the other waves, it is northern Italy that has the highest number of infections. In fact, the three regions that have better numbers are Basilicata, Puglia and Sardinia. At the same time, with the fourth wave and the catastrophic predictions, Europe also sees many protests of the no-vax for the restrictions decided by governments and for the introduction of certificates that exclude from the indoor public places those who are at risk of infecting others. There is violence and demonstrations everywhere, despite all the scientific data show without doubt that the virus circulates and, sk- and kills, that vaccines work and that with the cold it is even more necessary to protect ourselves and follow the rules that prevent us from being infected. In Italy, the government has a lot of urges to change the existing, existing rules in order to protect citizens who have been vaccinated. 
The idea is to change the green pass in the orange and red zones, shortening its duration to six or nine months and making it valid only for those who are vaccinated or have recovered from COVID, but no longer for those who result negative from a rapid temporary swab. The latter would remain only in the possibility of going to work to the supermarket and on public transport where it seems impossible to control everyone. These are things that the government is thinking to introduce, uh, maybe uh, starting uh, next week. <coughs> Waiting for the government to decide on the new law that will change the rules and duration of the Green Pass, the Italian mayors and regional governors are working against the risk of crowds and are starting plans of restrictions for Christmas to avoid the, the weekend shopping or cultural initiatives, exhibitions and Christmas markets and events of various kinds become multipliers of contagion. Again, probably those who will be penalized are those who do not have a green pass because they refuse to be vaccinated. These decisions will want to save the right of those who have been vaccinated to live carefully but freely the Christmas season. <coughs> according, <coughs> according to a poll released yesterday, 66.2% of Italians are in favor of lockdown for the unvaccinated, while the green pass COVID-19 only to those who say yes to the third dose receives the okay of 48% of those who answered the survey. In favor of vaccinated children is 44.3% of respondents. From the point of view of vaccines, Europe reflects the division that we have seen regarding contagion in Italy. The South is way better off than North. The best countries in Europe are Italy, Spain, Portugal and Malta, all of them in Southern Europe, while Northern countries like Germany, Holland and Luxembourg are at high risk along with all of VC Europe. In the north of Europe, the reason is given by a historical predisposition to non-scientific natural remedies that date back centuries, while Eastern Europe still pays the habit of not trusting everything proposed by the state, as happened very strongly under the communist regimes that ruled until 30 years ago. In Italy starts today the administration of third doses to all from 40 to 59 who have booked. By the end of the year, 16 million Italians over 40 should be covered with the third dose of the anti-COVID vaccine. And there is concern both for the risk of remaining without vaccines, both because even if the major, major vaccine hubs in major cities are reopening, there is fear of not being able to manage the many reservations of those who see the decrease in the effectiveness of the protection of the second dose made months ago and would like to receive the third dose before Christmas to be safe in case they want to travel or even just spend some time during the holidays with family members with whom they do not live together. At the moment, the regions that have administered more third doses of the vaccine as a percentage of the population are Molise, Piedmont, Tuscany, Lombardy and Lazio. A study on the number and use of televisions in the homes of Italians show that in Italy, television has transformed itself into something capable not only of surviving the explosion of the web, but of exploiting it to regenerate itself. And so there's a big proliferation of smart TVs and devices capable of transforming even old screens into hubs to access an almost unlimited amount of content on the web. So not only have the number of screens in the homes of Italians increased, but the main one, usually the largest one that you watch in the living room, is always there and no one replaces it. Or rather, when it is replaced, a more technological and larger one arrives. There are 119,400,000 screens in the Italian homes, plus 6.2% in the last two years, with an average of five screens per family. 
Smartphones are also growing, numbering more than 48 million, plus 8.9% from 2019, as are growing connected PCs, which are almost 20 million, and tablets, which are 7,700,000. Smart TV represents a gateway to the internet for over 22 million Italians, most of whom use it to activate on-demand applications. Television remains central to the media diet of Italians, but the way in which it is used is changing, becoming increasingly individualized and on demand, with each member of the household constructing their own schedule, the result of combining different contents on different screens and in different places. There are 2,300,000 Italian families, 9.8% of the total, who are not connected. Another 7,200,000 families, 29.9% of the total, have only a mobile line. Among them, about 5 million connect only by a smartphone, a device that is clearly not able to sufficiently support the new ways of studying, working and socializing that are emerging. These are, above all, families composed only of elderly people and families that are in a condition of strong socioeconomic precariousness. They often combine the lack of material resources with the lack of culture and digital skills. While please remember that these videos are seen, uh, you can see these videos also in, on your smart TVs uh, and also your tablets and PCs and smartphones. This is all for now, it's all for today. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. I'll see you next Thursday. Ciao from Rome.